All right, last story, Andrew. I thought this was interesting. Uh, it's a little bit old, uh, but still, I just think it's just fun seeing the drama ensue between these two companies. Simrush and Ahrefs are competitors, are direct competitors. Their tools do very similar things with different UIs, right? Um, so Dimitri and Ahrefs, they call out Simrush because uh, Simrush is quote-unquote Russian-owned. So... Semrush has moved, so that way the the I, I believe that they're they're um, they're incorporated uh, in the U.S. I'm guessing in Delaware or something like that. But they still have a lot of employees in the U.S. So in this tweet, the ministry says to clarify what you refer to as events in Ukraine. He's, he is responding here to um, where is it to um, I guess to uh, Semrush tweet. It says here, it says, uh, the, he's responding to this tweet. It says, we share in the global concern for today's events in Ukraine. This is like on February 24th when the, when the war first started. As a U.S. company with operations across the globe, we strongly oppose any act of war anytime on the planet. That's what Sam Rush says. And then, and then Dimitri says, to clarify, what we refer to as events in Ukraine is actually Russian aggression against Ukraine. Uh, you are a Russian company, 100% of your founders and two-thirds of your staff with sales offices in the U.S. to enjoy access to U.S. financial markets. And he shows here their employee uh, chart at SEMrush. He says, as of December 31st, 2020, we have over 980 full-time employees consistent of 177 in the United States, 640 in Russia, 87 in Czech Republic, 27 in uh, Cyprus, and it goes on. Mm-hmm. So basically, most of their employees are in Russia. Mm-hmm. And then Ahrefs tweets, Ahrefs is now blocking all access from Russia and Belarus. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is not stopping our colleagues, friends, and families, and so on. They go on. Um, yeah, I just, and I just then, Googled it. I just Googled it. Semrush, their head office, their headquarters is in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So basically what people were talking about, I saw this that thread going on on Facebook, is like whether or not Semrush was going to get shut down because of all these sanctions going on. Right, right. right. So Semrush put out this uh, newsletter on LinkedIn Pulse, and they're saying, um, you know, they go on here. They go, uh, we've had the opportunity to work in UK and Russia for years. I understand firsthand the raw emotions, uh, you know, what's going on. Um, and they say Semrush is a U.S.-based publicly traded company. I didn't know they were publicly traded. That's interesting. That is listed in the New York Stock Exchange. Our company was established in the U.S. in 2012. Um, they l- uh, relocated to the U.S. in 2017. Semrush now operates in 23 countries with more than 1,300 colleagues around the world. Um, and, uh, and it goes on, um, it says, uh, like many of our favorite household brands, we have a legal entity in Russia because we have employees there. We have an entity in Russia, so we may pay our employees and contribute to their pensions. Um, uh, we do not accept new business from Russia companies. Uh, we do not support this war politically, financial, or in any capacity. Um, and they go on. So. What's interesting to me about this is I like when, when everything was first happening and everyone was kind of like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like sanctioning and boycotting and so on, uh, in, in Russia, it was interesting to see. And it was like, I saw there was like a vodka brand, I forget what vodka brand it was, where like they ended up changing the name of it. And it was like this vodka brand. I wish I was, I could tell you the name. I'm not a big vodka drinker. It's like a Russian vodka. Um, standard. But it, standard vodka so or standard standard Russian? Russian, st- Russian standard. Uh, that's what it's called. No, I think there's another one. But anyways, oh, okay. the, the story was like the guy, the the owner is like left Russia. He's like outspokenly in Russia and, 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 uh, and Putin for a long time. That's why he left the country. And he's like, 
an advocate against Russia and, and he was getting heat being people that were like boycotting his vodka because it was a Russian vodka. And he's like, he's like, I like, he has no attachment to Russia at all. And people were just yeah. boycotting it, you know? So that's why it's like, it's a little bit of a touchy subject here around this. And I don't know, to me, I feel like it's not cool on AHRF side yeah. to be kind of criticizing Semrush is like, you know, they're in a position where like, yeah, they got to love employees there and they're doing, you know, what they're doing, but it's not like they've, they very much saying like, we do not support this, this war. Right. Yeah. And a, so a good, a good buddy of mine is in the semiconductor business and he, he had, he had a client in Russia and flat out said, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I got, I, I can't sell you any more equipment, blah, blah, blah. And his client was super pissed off, but he's like, I'm an American company. Like, like I can't. Like, what do you want me to do? You know, and it's I, I got I feel sorry for everybody on both sides because you you know there's a lot of innocent people in Russia that did not want to go to war with Ukraine, and now all of these Russian people are are suffering big time. And I mean, I I can't speak on behalf of Simrush, but uh, yeah, they're a sizable portion of their their staff members are, are in Russia, and and uh, and yeah, uh, Dimitro here is. Is like I, I do. I will admit, like he does call out like events in Ukraine. That that that's kind of vanilla language to describe what's going on in the Ukraine. Like I I, I have to yeah. admit, like when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's it's, it's a little like passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, and it, and it, so and I, it, it yeah. clearly ticked him off to enough to make the the post. It's it's an ugly situation all around for everybody. And and now yeah. we're, and now we're kind of like going into like uh, we talked about moment marketing, right? How businesses and brands and influencers will insert themselves into what's going on in the world to to kind of like make sure that they're relevant. And it's and like uh, this is like this is super like uh, this is messy ground, right? Because yeah, you you don't want to you don't want to. You want to be, uh, you don't want to be uh, viewed as insensitive to what's going on in the Ukraine right now. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, this is a, this is a, a sad situation for everybody involved for sure. Yeah. I'm just looking here at the, uh, what else I've been talking about. They, they pinned their, their story. They said a message to our, uh, CMOs, uh, in our community our, our chief pinned, uh, what, on, on Twitter or, or LinkedIn. Yeah. On Twitter, on Twitter, they, they pinned their, their, their LinkedIn pulse article at the top uh, of their, their okay. profile. But like in this case, like, what are you, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Like, like what are they going to do? Like, I like don't, fire all the Russian employees. Like, yeah, it's like, it's not fair to criticize, uh, Sam Rush over this. It's not like they're coming and they, they're saying here, we stand with Ukraine. They changed their logo to the colors of, of, of yeah. Ukraine. They're, yeah. they're standing with Ukraine. Yeah. You know? So to me, it's just not, nah, I don't know how to say I, I don't like it. I don't like the, uh, the passive aggressive tweet from, uh, from <laughs> Ahrefs trying to call them out. I think it's not cool in terms of like how to, you know, compete with your competition, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and just seeing the threads and the stories going on on Facebook, I think that consumers are feeling the same way. Um, yeah. So, 